Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are joined by Miss Janice Reed, who is, well, she's an empath, spiritual advisor, and she's Hayoka. She's got so much under her belt. She's here helping people with her gifts of uh, being an empath and spirituality. So I want to welcome her back today and say, how are you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking about what <laughs> How happy I am that this is the end of the year. <laughs> I know. We were talking about it off camera. I didn't know if you wanted to bring it up. So, yeah, I know. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's been a I mean, long look, year for you. <laughs> anybody you know, including the face in the mirror and say, did you have a year or did you have a year? I mean, it, there's people burning down. There's people mm-hmm. washing away. There's storms coming up this way and storms coming down that way. And now there's storms from the sun. I mean, even the sun is spitting out stuff at us. It's amazing. All stuff going on. I'm glad for the end of the year because that means that at least on paper, we get a break. Yes. But through it all, she remains here with a positive outlook and amazing energy. As always, I got to give her credit. Uh, First, (laughs) just tell us how we can contact you. Tell us the best ways. Uh, Send me an email, goddessjanice2 at outlook.com. Hook me up on Facebook. My my Facebook page is mostly a clown, but secretly there's a message box there and you can write to me. We'll set up an appointment. Uh, End of the year specials. $100 for an hour. I'll talk to you about whatever it is, the nature of whatever it is you want to talk about, up to and including probably, possibly uh, propagating a few little minor healings for whoever talks to me. Beautiful. Uh, Owies and itches and irritations. Mm -hmm. But you're offering so many different things. And I love that you always talk about, well, happiness and joy. And you make that happen with so many people's people's lives. And you had a hard year, right, losing a loved one, your husband. But at the same time, you're such a spiritual person. And I know we talked over the past few weeks. I'm like, oh, oh, he's here with me. Oh, he came down. He was talking to me. And you're just so um, someone. I think he's he's hiding in a closet right now. (laughs) I'm not always positive. I had a real <sighs> letdown here earlier in the week. Um, he really left me in a precarious oh. financial position because he was brilliant and he was smart. And then he had dementia. And boy, was that a bad combination. Oh, no. So it might take another 15, 20 years to work through, but you know, it'll all work out. Oh. Uh, me, you know, as, as the big chicken, he hauled off and left me. So that I'm having to deal with this on my own. Um, and I got thinking about, about Tuesday, I was up all night. I mean, I could not sleep. I had worried myself into physical illness. I woke up the next morning. I almost, you know, couldn't take care of my needs fast enough because I had turned my stomach every which way from loose. I was in a panic. I was in a blind panic. What am I supposed to do? Well, I could sell the place. Well, then where do I go? I live in paradise. For what will I trade paradise? Uh. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm really, I had just talked myself into this terrible little corner, made myself physically ill. And later on that next day, I got thinking about it. And I started kind of hearing this odd voice that 
vaguely reminded me of my own when I'm talking to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then, I kid you not, the Queen of England chimed in. I, I, you know, that was a new one for me. But, uh, what did she say? This is amazing. <laughs> well, okay. Are you ready for this? Please. Keep calm and carry on. <laughs> I love it. I know her best from watching the crown, right? The the, the depiction of well, her you know, and her presence. Yes. Craig in World War Two. I mean, you know, she was on the radio even as a young girl. Keep yeah. calm and carry on. And I took that advice when I start giggling about it because. I mean, it, apparently just anybody will talk to me once they're gone. <laughs> wow. She was, I mean, it was just that moment of sincerity. She wasn't joking. She was giving me something I could actually do in the face of my panic, which is a lot of how spirit relates with me. I mean, they like clear up that little silly human thought. Mm-hmm. And as I calmed down, my day got better and better. I got a little money in the mail. I got a notice from an insurance company that said I wasn't canceled. I didn't get that till the next day, but uh, you know, just little calming things happened. And I realized how many of those little calming moments I would have missed had I still been in pure panic. Mm. It just would have gone over my head, which you know, okay, haha, ha, I'm four foot nothing. It doesn't take much to go mm-hmm. over my head. Um, but keep calm and carry on. There's a lot of wisdom in that statement. If you can just breathe, if I, let me just change that around. I shouldn't be talking about you. <laughs> so if I can just breathe and remember to give myself the benefit of a couple of breaths that I try very, very hard to just listen to my breathing. Turn it. Okay, so the sirens are coming up and the flashing lights right behind me. Just take a moment. <laughs> Breathe. Breathe it in through my nose. Let it out Breathe. through the mouth. Mm-hmm. Let go through the shoulders. Let the shoulders go. Let your head get just a little bit soft on the wiggly, you know, and maybe undo your belt buckle so you can just let your belly blow out instead mm-hmm. of holding your, your breath. Take a moment. And be calm. There's a lot of power. That's like a superpower. When I got calm, I didn't care that Donald Trump might be the next president. Mm -hmm. Because for that moment, there's such serenity in just, it's medicinal to claim a moment of peace. We know it's not going to last. Any minute now, the kids are going to ram through the door, you know, the phone's going to ring or the check is going to bounce or tragedy could hit our country. But Mm. just for a moment. So before I I, I started to talk with you this, this afternoon, I got to thinking about all the things connected with keep calm and carry on. I can't believe that. The queen. You want to hear? What, yeah. What, what else? Yeah, the queen. It, and then it go. And then it, we switch countries. You want to hear about the Japanese story too? Yes, of course. All right. I don't recall the name of the novel. I read. I I read. I like to read. This was a book about um, pre-colonial Japan, 
And a woman who had been found guilty of something, and as a right of honor, this one guy was going to be the one to take her head. Well, they had a lot of a lot of emotion between the two of them. They were they were loves. I mean, they were maybe they hadn't touched. I don't remember, but they were very fond of each other, truly fond of each other. And they both understood the power of the collective that said honor you have to this is what has to happen mm. for her to keep her honor for her family to keep wow. their honor, she was going to have to do this she knew that he knew that he maybe he even asked if he could do it but but as it came a time for this to happen and you know as i'm reading in the book i remember my heart is up in my throat because surely the author is going to write around this and we're not going to witness this in the mm-hmm. book but no, no, she goes to her knees. Oh, my God, it's going to happen in the book. Mm-hmm. And she looks around, and she sees this flower, this full-bloomed flower nearby. Wow. And she focuses her gaze on this flower. As her head turns slightly, her executioner notices where her gaze goes. And almost simultaneously, they agree that that was the moment for it to happen. So that the last thing she did or thought of was this beautiful flower, the fragrance that seemed to waft across the air, the way the light tickled on the colors of the flowers. That was how she kept calm and he carried on. So when I panicked the other day, and I'm going through this whole storyline on, well, wow. I can't, I can't panic. No. Jill's gonna, Jill thinks I'm perfect, you know. So <laughs> how do you deal with, how do what us ordinary people deal with when we get too full of panic? Hmm. And it's that breath. It's taking a moment and thinking or looking towards something that's not a panic. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the back of somebody's mm-hmm. head. Maybe it's the back of somebody else's kid's head. You know, and the little soft curls. Or maybe it's the way the tree leaves. You're dappled so funny. The Anything. I mean, you know, just how good those shoes look on your feet. You can take a minute and change the program. Kind of retune away from the panic. And you know it's not going to last. It's going it, to, but it'll give you, give you, give me, it creates a momentary break, mm-hmm. that drilling down that gets us sick to our stomach. <laughs> it's like very good. It's very tasty. It's delicious. <laughs> right, right on the tongue. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I really like <laughs> shopping today. What do you think of that? You're a little sharp little thing. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Please do. <laughs> For someone like you on a daily basis, okay, the fact that you're so connected to past lives, to spirits, to, does your mind ever rest? Do you ever get rest? Well, I'm still upset a little bit. I've had a couple of little surgeries and they knocked me out and I can't remember what happened when I was out. The medically induced coma type things that just that ticks me off because 
I don't know what they did. If it wasn't for those color glossy eight by tens. Anyway, <laughs> um, other than that, I can't think of anything. Some things, some things I wish I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. But, but I've learned that those are generally the things I still need to work on. Mm-hmm. I haven't found the happy there yet. I have to find the happy. If I can't find the happy, see, I think unhappiness is something that's man-made or or human-created. Mm-hmm. I don't think the good Lord and Maker designed unhappiness. I think that's something we made all we by created, right? Oh, something man and woman created. We're so proud mm-hmm. that, that it's um. We have to learn to reflip that without trying to blame somebody else it's because mm-hmm. we got free will you know just because there's all these men that want to poke their fingers up into our women's private <laughs> yep. parts mm-hmm. so that we can decide so that they can decide whether or not we're well enough to create children or not mm-hmm. i mean god god created that you know we're built this way we're built for this one job and the guys are so jealous they gotta like encourage their children to poke their fingers up in other women's privates too Mm -hmm. it's distressing it makes me sick to my stomach so i have to think okay there's got to be calm how can i be calm about this okay off the top i've been through menopause they can't get me (laughs) on the other hand (laughs) love it on the other hand you know there's a lot of my friends and my my family that We'll never have it easy like I did. Um, they, they will all, I mean, how do you go up against a government? Men are going to yeah. have to start accounting for their little love. Mm-hmm. And if they want to force women to have children, then when are they going to force just these women to have children and force those women to be sterilized? It's happened before. Yeah. So when does controlled by strangers when do we get fed up with that when do we say no 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 i don't want strangers to control my private actions i'd like for my husband and i to make these decisions Mm -hmm. not some weird weird pervert in a suit in some that i've never met yeah we got to take control of ourselves and to do that we can't do it when we're panicking Mm -mm. can't we just play right into them because look she's a hysterical woman if you ever want to see an hysterical woman, you ask me. I do it really well. I do a good hysterical. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, yeah. But we've got to be calm. Mm-hmm. The moment that we can calm ourselves about whatever it is—the jerk in line that just got the last gallon of gas mm-hmm. that we've been waiting an hour for, or the last bottle of water—even—take a moment. We need to be able to hit our own panic button. Just yep. slap ourselves in the belly and go, oh, panic button, hit, hit, and take a breath. That's our breath. Claim it. Nobody else can make you take that breath. Nobody else can force you mm-hmm. to inhale or exhale. Your body will do that for as long as you are alive. You will breathe because your body will make sure of it. Not my Every body. time I think about that, I start getting nervous. Like, <laughs> And then I realized, I was like, I'm, uh, it just happened. You've always I know, we forget, though. And then you bring it up, like, blink of the eyes. Ah. 
No, but you know, th- let yourself realize that for yeah. a moment. Even when you're asleep, mm-hmm. you don't stop breathing. But when you're afraid, what do you do? <gasps> Hyperventilate. Hold my breath. I'm going to hold my breath and turn yep. forward until it stops. No. Wow. We've got to keep calm. We've got to breathe. Let our shoulders relax. Remember that this is our circus. And we can look at it however we want to look at it. Mm-hmm. The monkeys are not who the somebody else says is the monkeys. The monkeys are who we see as monkeys. Circus masters. Chandelier danglers. Mm-hmm. This is our circus. They are our monkeys. And we can pretend and imagine them to be anything. So while I discovered that I didn't have to be in a panic, I discovered I didn't have to pretend like those people that make me nutty have any power over me Mm -hmm. without my permission. And then I started thinking some things that you shouldn't talk about or think about because it's really impolite to think about Mm -hmm. people in those terms. So I didn't do it out loud. I didn't want to even let the cat know what I was thinking, but it felt very cathartic to let some of those thoughts go. And at the end of that barrage that went through my head about the socio-idiopaths, um, I realized that, again, what I see in others is what I need to address in myself. So, okay, I'm an idiot sociopath. I better address that. <laughs> no. Maybe it's a good thing, you know, just a little bit of crazy might be good for us. Just enough that we don't get hooked into someone else's panic. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's circus. We all, it's all our, your circus, my circus, her circus, his. It's certainly the cat's circus. She makes sure of that. <laughs> yes, for sure. But it doesn't have to belong to the cats. The other people and their circus. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't have to agree with anybody else's lineup. That's their lineup. Mm-hmm. But it's nice if I can say, well, okay, it looks kind of stupid or so to me, but gee, you did a good job on that. You know, I did, I would not have chosen that. And here you did, you're so great, you know, and encourage people to be different, to learn from each other. When we panic, we're not breathing. We're not letting information come in and out and circulate. Mm-hmm. We're lost. We get lost. We get to where we are easily manipulated by idiots. And all we got to do, really, is take a couple of breaths. Mm-hmm. And remember that each one of us has a mind that works perfectly fine for us. We don't have to agree with other people what they do. Mm-hmm. I know I know so very little about history, but I know these things have happened before where storytelling and bullying have led people to believe that they have to follow this path or they'll get bullied and told on too. Mm-hmm. Like half the people I know, I want to mail out everybody brown shirts this Christmas. You are so fun. It's awful. It's awful. But this started when civics clapped for this is okay. This is me on a roll. Civics stopped being taught in school. Regular students stopped being taught 
what the Constitution means, what mm -hmm. the Bill of Rights means, what it means to be an American. Mm -hmm. Poor little Bill on Capitol Hill. He ceased to, to go up the, the Capitol Hill. We stopped talking about how the country works. And then the people in power started putting less than educated and well-meaning people into the office of educational czar. And more education was drained from our country. We used to be really smart people. As more and more egos got into office, as more and more people believed that those egos were something we needed to support, because mm -hmm. look how big it is. Drop those egos. Doesn't belong to me. I don't want to support it. I want to support the flowers and pretty things, you know. I want to support life on earth. I want to support the United United States. Not the cockamamie this and that that's been separated. And then the person that separated it is going to have another go at it. Oh, yeah. I'm up on my, I'm up <laughs> on my soapbox. We can address these things, however, you know, each and every one of us want to address it, but only if we're calm. Otherwise, we're just parroting and mimicking some other idiot's thought wave. Mm. If we're going to screw up the country again, mm -hmm. at least let us do it because that's what we did, not what we responded to or what we thought we needed to do because somebody else said so. Ugh. I have to stop watching politics. <laughs> and the weather. That. Between the politics and the weather, and it just, I turned on an old James Taylor song mm -hmm. uh, about the wise men coming in, trying to listen to a couple of more traditional, ubiquitous holiday music type things to remind me that this is wintertime coming up. There's nowhere else yeah. to go. <laughs> You know, in the olden days, they'd quit war because it was too cold. And so they'd start again in the spring, you know, but then in the winter, they'd go home and sit and sharpen their swords. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I, I think we should take the winter off. I think so. <laughs> go home. Go home, you know, scrub the counters, put a pot of beans, do some slow cooking, turn off the news, you know, read it on the headlines if you have to I try to but it doesn't work anyway good luck on that but you try to make my world count again is my job for this winter for me for the last 20 years I've been somebody else's wife patriot compatriot partner in crime that I've forgotten a lot of what it would be like to be just me um, so this would be kind of an interesting thing when i try to compare me to other people mm -hmm. what maybe i should be kind of yeah. like the panic just goes straight i'll never make it it's I will so never true make it. Uh. i can't so for christmas you know for holidays christmas kwanzaa hanukkah mm, any festival of lights anywhere in the world renewal i'd wish that on us by having every person on the planet renew their relationship with themselves. Aww. Just, just with yourself. After that, you can feed the cat and take the dog out. But 
Until for then. A moment, <laughs> for a moment, though, let's, let's take a moment and, and let ourselves be first. Why not? It's time. I love it. And I know we're excited. The holidays here. New Year ready to go. Janice Reed, if we want to reach out to you for a session to work with you to help us heal, to help us get through stuff, and to chat with someone who really has an insight to the beyond, I should say. (laughs) Call Janice Reed. Email her. What is our goddess email address again? Uh, Goddess Janice, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-J-A-N-I-S-2 at Outlook.com. Mm-hmm. You sing it, you know, it's more of a little thingy body. You remember, I love it. Goddess Janice with the number mm-hmm. two. Perfect. Um, I am the second child. So my father, he would like yell across large swaths of people. Hey, number two. You know, I just turned red in the face. It was just terrible. <laughs> Forever and perennially the number two of the family. Um, or email me at, God, at uh, Goddess Janice at Janice Reed, J-A-N-I-S R-E-E-D. Just shoot me a Facebook. Will do. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure having you here, darling. And uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. If I don't speak to you next week, I don't know if we're on, but uh, looking forward to catching up uh, before the new year and after the new year. (laughs) Well, Meanwhile, back at the ranch, let's try to remember to just take a moment, everybody. Perfect. Just breathe. And, And if you breathe three times in a row, I'll chime in. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day, and we'll talk soon, okay? <laughs> Thank All you right. so much. Oh, hey, hey. Bye, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.